Good morning. I invite you to turn to Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9 as we prepare for our time of confession of sin. Galatians 6 verse 9. Verse 9 we read, And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Amen. Well, this morning I have talked to many people, uh, this week I should say, I've talked to many people who uh, have been discouraged uh, for various reasons, and I thought, well, this is a passage that is needful for us to consider, that we may be encouraged and strengthened to press forward. And in some ways, this is a follow-up from the exhortation last week where Paul, writing to Timothy in 2 Timothy 2, gave us three metaphors of the Christian life. He says that we are uh, soldiers that endure hardship, we are athletes that must persevere according to the rules, and then he says that we are hard-working farmers for the Lord Jesus Christ. And this particular passage draws out that imagery of the farmer because we are going to reap, it says, in due season if we do not lose heart. And so let's keep in mind that language of sowing and reaping as we look at this passage. Uh, At times we lose heart in the work because we are not reaping as we wish we would. We invest in a variety of things in seeking to do good in service for our Lord, and then we're thinking... Where's the harvest? Why am I not reaping what I have been hoping to reap all this time? And we get discouraged for a variety of reasons. We have afflictions. We experience breakdown of relationships, rejection, failure, variety of disappointments. And sometimes these trials, they come as combos. Have you had combo trials before where... There's like trial upon trial upon trial, and you're thinking, how do these come as a package? This is, this is not right. Uh, and it's like we get hit by these strong waves, and we, we get this giant wave that hits us, and we come back up for breath, and then another wave hits us, and we're thinking, when does this let up? And we particularly can lose heart, Paul says, while seeking to do good. We can lose heart in general, but when we are trying to do good, we can lose heart, And and why is that? Well, when we set out to serve the Lord Jesus Christ, when we set out to love others, when we expend ourselves in seeking to do good, I think we are particularly desirous to see fruit in such work. And keep in mind that you are not the, the first one to experience such discouragement. I was looking at the prophet Isaiah's words in Isaiah 49, verse 4, and this was the lament He says, then I said, I have labored in vain. I have spent my strength for nothing and in vain. That's how he felt uh, in his work of ministry. And we have a variety of contexts where we seek to do good. A father or a mother sets out to teach their children the ways of Christ and to be faithful, to train them, to discipline them. But at times we wonder, where is the fruit of all of this parenting efforts doesn't seem to be exceedingly abundant at this point under certain circumstances. We determine to share the gospel with someone only to face rejection time and time again. We seek peace in a relationship. We seek to restore relationships and then somehow it doesn't work out. And we think, I was trying to do good. I was trying to honor the commands of Christ and there's not fruit yet. We preach the word or we disciple others in the word, but then it's 
not received. And we think, after all of this work, it's still not being received. And I think we can lose heart in doing good, particularly because it is at that point that we are expending ourselves. It requires us to not think so much about self to even do good. And we're thinking, I'm sacrificing here. I'm laying myself on the line to do good. Shouldn't there be fruit? That's, that's what we're thinking. And, and perhaps we think much too big about our sacrifices, which aren't that great compared to the sacrifice of Christ. But it feels like it. We're thinking, where's the fruit? And we think, surely all of our, my efforts I make to please the Lord, to give up of myself, to love someone, should bring forth fruit right now. Uh, that's kind of what we begin to think. And we would, might also think, doesn't God want me to be encouraged in my work? Why doesn't he give me a little bit more uh, encouragement right now so I can keep going? But if we remember that we are farmers sowing seed, and we are farmers that are wholly dependent upon the rain and the sunshine of God's blessing to bring forth fruit, then we can learn to be content in both the timing and in the amount of fruitfulness that he determines to bring forth. Do remember that there is a promise here in Galatians 6, 9. It says, in due season we will reap if we do not lose heart. That is God's promise. He is good for his promises. The problem, the struggle we have is with that phrase, in due season. We're not always excited about how far out in due season is in particular challenges that we face. And we wonder if God wants to encourage us in this work. We're thinking, why, why isn't there more fruit? Should, should I just stop? Is this worth anything? It doesn't seem to be going anywhere. Well, and I know God is very much interested in encouraging his people. Just look at the thousands of promises in the Bible. I don't think God is disinterested in encouraging us, in strengthening us. That's why this verse, of course, is here. But I also know that God is infinite, and in his never-failing love to his children, he so determines that the timing of our sowing and the timing of our harvest are separated in time. They're not always instantaneous. Actually, rarely are they uh, very close together. We are taught by our God to wait and to wait patiently for the fruit. Farmers, of course, have a lot of challenges in bringing forth a harvest as they labor. A A farmer will faithfully cultivate the soil, the farmer will sow the seed, but then the farmer has to wait And during that time of waiting, lots of things can happen to the seeds that have been sown. Uh, Birds can snatch up the seed, animals can eat the budding plants, hail can destroy what had begun to grow, an early frost can threaten the harvest. Through all these different challenges, the farmer waits, and godly farmers pray, too. They, They pray to God to bring forth the increase. And so through all these different challenges, the farmer knows that he has to wait, or the due season of harvest to come. And so, brothers and sisters, so it is with our efforts to do good. We need to trust the God of the harvest to bring forth fruit in the due season that he determines, not the one we determine. And how how could we even do any of this good works unless we believed in a sovereign God? And if it was all based upon how much I put in and how much and how quickly I got fruit out, how many of us would just quit and never try again? 
It is only by our conviction that we have a sovereign and good God who is the Lord of the harvest that we can keep going. Otherwise, let's just throw in the towel right now and not even try, because so many times we do not see fruit immediately. And so we need to commit ourselves to a long-term perspective of our sovereign God bringing forth fruit from our efforts in due season, in the amount he determines. And so I would encourage us, brothers and sisters, to wait. Do not lose heart. This, that phrase, the due season, is not subject to meaningless and impersonal forces outside of your control. The due season of harvest is in the hands of a good father. Will you trust him? Will you keep on laboring for him, doing good, despite the results not seeming to measure up? Returning to Isaiah's words of Isaiah 49.4, I only read the first part of what he said, but thankfully there's another part. It's, Isaiah did say, Then I said, I have labored in vain, I have spent my strength for nothing, and in vain, yet, surely my just reward is with the Lord, and my work with my God. Isaiah knew that God was going to bring forth something from all the labors that he had done. God would not forget what he had done. And Hebrews 6 verse 10 says something similar. God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love which you have shown toward his name in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. Isn't that good that uh, all the people that forget everything that you've ever done, God doesn't forget those things that you've done. He remembers your love and labor of ministry for the saints. He doesn't overlook it. He's not unjust to, to do such a thing. So brothers and sisters, let us labor on with confidence because nothing you do for the Lord is forgotten by the Lord. And in due season, we will reap if we do not lose heart. And God is going to bring forth something from our meager efforts for his glory and for his praise. So let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we... We do confess our weakness and discouragement at times. We, we do struggle in losing heart. We struggle against opposition or a rejection or discouragement. Uh, we struggle because we do not see what we desire to see from our labors. And so we confess that without the strength that you supply, we would give up. And so we ask, Lord, that you would renew our strength for doing good, that we wouldn't lose heart that when we are, are tempted to go this direction, that we would seek your strength. We would come to the God who renews the strength of the weak, uh, and that we would be enabled to keep on going, to persevere in the good work that you have laid out for us to do. And now we take a moment to confess our own sins before the Lord.